Sefer Ezra, chapter 4. In this pedic, reality hits, and we're now going to find out what the reaction is of the people around Yehuda and Yerushalayim to the construction or the beginning of the construction of Bait Shlishi. The people in this pedic are referring to those that were exiled by Sancheriv from up north and brought into Israel. These are non-Jews that have been living there for the past 70 years. Perek Dalid. Vayishmu tzarei Yehuda u'binyamin ki v'nei ha'gola bonim hechal l'adonai Elohei Yisrael. The adversaries of Yehuda Binyamin heard that the returned exiles from Babylonia were building a temple for Hashem, God of Israel. Open quotes. They approached Zerubel and all the chiefs of the Shvatim and said to them, Let us build with you, since we too worship your God. Having offered sacrifices to your God, Hashem, since the time of King Ahashdoron of Assyria, who brought us here. Open quotes. Zerubel, Yeshua, and the rest of the chiefs of the tribes answered these people and told them, It is not for you and for us to build a house to Hashem our God, but for us alone to build it to our God of Israel, in accord with the charge given to us by the King Cyrus of Persia. However, these people did not accept the answer, and try to undermine the resolve of the people of Israel in building the temple. And they bribed the ministers and tried to thwart our plans of building a temple. And this continued throughout all of King Cyrus of Persia's rule until Daryavesh, Koresh's son, became next leader of Persia. And it was during the reign of Ahasuerus that the people around us began to write accusations against the Jews living in Yehuda and Yerushalayim. According to some Farshim, historically what happened was after Koresh passed away, Ahasuerus took over for a few years. That same Ahasuerus had married Esther in the story of Megillat Esther. And from that marriage with Esther came Daryavesh. Daryavesh takes over after Ahasuerus and it's during Daryavesh's rule that the building of Betamidash resumes. From the beginning of the story with Koresh, that was the 52nd year of the exile. And by the time Daryavesh takes over, it's 18 years later, making it 70 years of the exile, as told to us by our Nevi'im. So indeed, the temple will be built in the 70th year, even though it already was founded in the 52nd year of 
the exile. Ubimei Atahashasta Katav Bishlam Mirtrat Tubel Ushar Kanotav Al Achashasta Melech Paras Uchtav Hinishtayavan Katuv Aramit Mutogam Aramit. And it was during the time of the rule of Achashasta. And it was written by Bishlam, Mitirdat, Tobal, and all of the other Kutim. A letter to Achashtab, king of Paras. And it was written in Aramaic and explained in Aramaic. Rahum be'al te'am b'shimshay safra katvu igra hadal Yerushalayim la'at Achashtab malka kinema. Rahum was a commissioner and Shimshaya was a scribe, wrote a letter concerning Jerusalem to the king. And then Rechum, the commissioner, and Shimshae, the scribe, and the rest of their friends, the judges, the officials, officers, and overseers, and all the men in the surrounding towns, and the rest of the people that were deported by Osnapar and settled in Shomron. This is a text of the letter that was sent to the king. Open quotes. to the king Artach Shasta, from your loyal servants that live across the river. Let it be known to the king that the Jews who come up from you to us have reached Jerusalem and are rebuilding that rebellious and wicked city. They are completing the walls and repairing the foundation. Now be it known to the king that if this city is rebuilt and the walls completed, they will pay no tribute no poll tax or land tax or, or any other tax, and at the end this will harm the kingdom. Now, since we are your constituents and you are our king and we benefit from your kingdom, it would not be right for us to see the king be dishonored. And therefore, we have written this advice to you. So you may search in the records of your fathers and find in the records and know that this city is and how is has been a rebellious city, harmful to the kings and states. Rebellion has been throughout this country from the earliest of times. 
on that account, the city has been destroyed so many times. We advise the king that if this city is indeed rebuilt and its walls are completed, you no longer have any portion in its province across the river. End quote. In other words, the Goyim, the non-Jews who are living in Shomron and Yehuda, are trying to convince the king to put an end to the Jews' desire to rebuild Bethamidash, claiming that this would be the end of the king's control over the entire region. And a letter was sent by the king back to Rehum and Shimshai and all the Kutim that were living in Shomron with the following message. in the letter, the king responds to the Goyim. The letter you have sent to us was explained and read before me. And the order was given by me, and they searched and found that this city had raised itself up over kings, and rebellion and disobedience were committed within it. And mighty kings were over Jerusalem, who ruled over all beyond the river, and the king's dues and the head tax and the meal tax was given to the Jews. Yet they have rebelled. Now issue an order to stop these men, and the city shall not be built until orders are given by me. And beware of committing an error in this matter. Why should the damage increase to injure the kings? In other words, the king agrees with these goyim and demands that they halt the building of the city. According to Chazal, the king could not completely abandon the building of the temple since he had an obligation to follow his predecessor's instructions. But he was able to put a temporary hold on the building of the temple. When this letter was interpreted and read before the Hum and Shimshi, they went in haste to Jerusalem, the Jews, and stopped them with force and might. And indeed, the building of the Betamikdash had come to a halt until the second year of Daryavesh's rule, king of Persia.